Good morning, it's March 15th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Let's have a little fun today with our aging president. He really is like the old uncle that comes to dinner and has a lot of amusing stories that we chuckle at, but knows he's living in some fantasy world. Now, most of us remember the story Biden told about riding the train back and forth between Washington, D.C. and Wilmington, Delaware. The part of the story that's true is that he did ride that Amtrak train a lot of times. But here's the story that he tells from his own words, and I'm going to quote him. I commuted every single day, 263 miles a day on Amtrak from the time I got elected United States Senator. As a matter of fact, when I was vice president, I used to like to take the train home when my mom was very sick and dying. And I'd come home every weekend to make sure I'd take the train home. And I'm getting on one Friday, and then one of the senior guys on Amtrak, Angelo Negri, I got to know all the conductors really well. They became my friends. And Ange walks up to me and says, Joey, baby, grabs my cheeks. And I thought the Secret Service was going to blow his head off. I said, what's up, Ange? He said, Joey, I read in the paper, I read in the paper you traveled 1.2 million miles on Air Force planes because they keep meticulous tabs of it. And I said, yeah. He said, you know how many miles you traveled on Amtrak, Joey? And I said, no. He said, the boys and I figured it out. He says, you traveled 2 million. And I think it was 180, but 2.2 million miles. And I said, how did you get that answer? He said, well, 267 miles a day. We figured you traveled 119 days a year for 36 years, and then you traveled as vice president. And then he goes, so Joey, I don't want to hear this about the Air Force anymore. This is how he remembers it in his aging mind, but the facts don't bear him out. The AP fact checked this story, along with several other media outlets. Negri could not have had that conversation because he was already deceased by the time Biden logged 1.2 million miles on Air Force Two. And Biden refers to a train ride he made to Delaware when he was vice president and his mother was sick and dying. He explains it happened shortly after he had flown 1.2 million miles, spurring Negri's comment about his mileage on Amtrak in comparison. On previous occasions, when Biden had told the story, he's also indicated that it all happened around his fourth or fifth year as vice president or 2012 to 2013. Although in a rendition of the story he told to a crowd in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Biden suggested it was his seventh year, which would be 2015. In any event, Biden's mother, Catherine Eugenia Jean Finnegan Biden, died in 2010, well before the middle of his vice presidency. Now it's plausible that Biden logged 1.2 million train miles as vice president by early 2016, based on accounts around the time by Biden and David Letterman, the vice president's official photographer. But Negri had long retired as Amtrak conductor in 1993 and died in May of 2014. And even after the media has debunked this story, Uncle Joe continues to tell it as he did again this January. My point is, this is the type of story your favorite uncle or your grandfather tells at the dinner table. There are a few facts that are correct, but in his aging mind, he jumbles them. And after he has told the story for the umpteenth time, he believes it to be true and nobody challenges him, they just roll their eyes. Well, here's another of Uncle Joe's stories. Footage been discovered from 2007 when Joe Biden claimed to have been arrested at age 21 for entering the Senate chamber and sitting in the presiding officer's chair. Here's what he then told to David Letterman on CBS. Quote, I came up on a Saturday morning because I was fascinated with the Senate and they had a Saturday session. I walked up, those days no guards stopping you anywhere, and they just got out of session. I walked in the back and all of a sudden I found myself in the chamber and I was stunned. I walked up, sat in the presiding officer's seat. Guy grabbed me by the shoulder and said, you're under arrest. 
Now, once again, I point out that the people Biden's age say things that they remember saying in their past and forget that they may have corrected themselves. When he left the Senate in 2009, he related that story again, but said he'd not been arrested. And there's a lot of other facts in that story. Look, I worked in the Senate at that time. There is no way you could walk on the floor of the Senate unchallenged. There was sergeant at arms people there. There were Capitol Police there. It just did not happen. And this week, he said that he's always been for same-sex marriage. He made up some story that as a teenager, he saw two well-dressed men kissing as he was being dropped off at high school. And this was his epiphany that gay marriage was okay. But as a senator, he opposed it several times and has been quoted that marriage was between a man and a woman. That's Uncle Joe rewriting his personal history to meet the times. And if you listen to Joe Biden, he's been arrested multiple times supporting various causes. He likes to weave these fantasies into his speeches to try and find some connection with the audience. We all remember him claiming to have been arrested in South Africa while trying to visit Nelson Mandela. Of course, nobody else has any record of him being arrested. He told that story many times, but later admitted on CNN that he was not arrested. They just would not let him go where he wanted to go. This is the same Joe Biden that claimed to have visited the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh after the shooting massacre, only to have that fact checked and turns out he made a phone call. Well, in his aging mind, that constituted a visit. Biden also claimed to have been involved in the civil rights movement and said when he was 17, he participated in sit-ins to desegregate restaurants and movie houses. Now, this is the same Joe Biden that opposed student busing in Delaware as a senator. He was called out on that by Vice President Kamala Harris during a debate in the last election. I mention all these memory gaffes, or are they just flat-out fabrications of an old man trying to be something he's not, to re-emphasize my point that after the age of 75, you should not be allowed to run for federal office. And I hope Donald Trump hears that as well. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, hit the subscribe button, and please recommend it to your friends.